Welcome to The B Word, the podcast for women in real estate who want to unlock the clarity needed to put your big girl panties on and rock your career like the true boss you are. I'm Joanne Bolt, your host, and together we'll dive into the things your broker doesn't teach you in order to own your own path, disown the things getting in the way to finding your place, and stop apologizing for the obstacles you had to overcome along the way. If you're ready to stop playing small and take action in your professional life, this is the place for you. All right, welcome back everyone to another episode of The B Word. I am joined in studio today by a super special guest. I met him a couple weeks ago at Inman Connect in Las Vegas, and he actually had no idea when we met that I was about to just become his bestie, insert myself in his life, Sorry, not sorry, Nakia. You are now my friend. Um, I've actually watched you on social media for years. So it was just, I became a, I went from lurker, I guess you would say, to bestie in the in the course of a drink at Inman Connect. Guys, this is Nakia Brooks. He is absolutely amazing. One of the best agents I've ever met in my life and recently named Realtor of the Year by the Georgia Association of Realtors. Right. So I tell everybody I was completely surprised. I, um, a one of 52,000 um, is pretty cool. Um, and of course, November, we're going to go to the NAR and compete one against 1.5 million um, and see how we do. I just do my thing. I don't look at this for awards. I um, tell people all the time I've been, this is my 18th year in the real estate business. I was in law enforcement before that. Um, I have personally closed about 1,200 houses, and I've not been in production in about six years. Um, run a brokerage at the Mall of Georgia here in Northeast Atlanta. I am at a point in my life. I just coach and help people be better and do better. And so the awards are amazing, and I really, really appreciate them. But that's not what I do it for. I do it to help others and help them grow. Which is probably why you won the award, is because you have a heart of service and not of uh, ego, I guess I should say. Yes, absolutely. All right. So here's what's interesting to me about if I really kind of like follow your career and and kind of where you've been. Last year, you were the president of Neymar, which is one of the boards here in Atlanta, right? Or you're the current president. I'm the president-elect, so I will be- President-elect, so you're going in. Okay. And you just won for Georgia Association of Realtors. You have really done something that I think a lot of agents across the country ignore, which is diving into the boards that we have available to us. I think I can safely raise my hand and say 85 or 90% of us pay the the board dues and never do anything with the board. So talk me through that. Yeah, it's crazy. So I tell people all the time, uh, I was a realtor for 10 years and I was a realtor here in Georgia because that's how you get your forms, right? And we didn't Mm -hmm. really understand the value of being a realtor um, until um, someone asked. Um, I was talking about this the other week. Um, I was in a um, leadership class and they said, hey, you should you should get involved. And I'm like, what does that mean? Like they said, come to Days at the Dome. So I went down to the Georgia Dome February and learned a little bit about the behind the scenes of what the realtors do. And I was like, holy cow, like seeing them at the Dome, looking at the, the lawmakers and how this actually works. I was like, wait a minute, what, what what all does the Realtor Board do for us? So I start diving in. Um, I'm a member of 13 boards across three states now. So it's a little different. Uh, but, you know, for me, for many years, I got paid to be a Realtor. And, I, and people are like, what do you mean? Like our board dues, I think maybe 500 bucks, right? But yeah. one member benefit, um, which 
back in the day was Verizon. It's T-Mobile now. But one member benefit was you get 19% off your cell phone bill. Well, I got four kids. I got a wife. I got an iPad. I got this. I got seven or eight phones on my account. Well, I was saving close to $300 a month. You multiply that times 12 and subtract $500. I just got paid to be a realtor. A lot of people don't understand the different things that that we have. Georgia Realtors, if you go to georgiarealtor.garealtor.com, it says members. Um, You can see all the different benefits. We have Office Max um, discounts. If you spend $50, I think it's 10% off or something crazy like that. If you're buying a new computer and you go get our printer or printer ink, all that kind of stuff, those dollars add up. Not to mention the Realtor Party, which I'm a huge supporter. I'm a, I'm a Crystal R uh, President Circle investor, uh, and I'm proud to be able to invest that money every year because when COVID hit in March 2020, the governor shut the entire state of Georgia down. Yeah. So um, they, they did an executive order shutting that down. Georgia Realtors immediately went down to the Capitol and was like, listen, housing is part of Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Building block, food, uh, food, water, and shelter, um, housing and shelter is, is part of that. And so we need to be able to sell houses in order to help Georgians continue to be able to live. And so two days after that executive order shutting the entire state down, we were allowed to go back to work. Well, there's other states that were out of work as far as real estate's concerned. Yeah, for months. 18 months. Mm-hmm. So that one little thing is like huge that a lot of people, and this is the thing, 51,000 realtors, there's 115,000 licensees in the state of Georgia. So Georgia Realtors really and truly put everybody back to work, not just Georgia Realtors. And so that's just one of the many things that Georgia Realtors does that a lot of people don't see that value. All right. So let me ask you something, because you've kind of been in the, the board world for a while. I mean, clearly, if you're a member of that many boards, why do you think it is most agents don't see it? Are, are their brokerages not educating them on the value or are they just not, you know... Like, like, talk to me about your theories there. So my theories behind that, and that's one of my big goals for 2023 at Neymar. Neymar is the second largest board in the state. Um, we have over 100 brokerages associated with that. What happens a lot of times, and, and I say this all the time, and it's not a bad thing, right? But um, you have to be an, a real estate agent for five years. Three of your last five years, you have to be active in real estate in order to get a broker's license. Mm-hmm. Well, those, um, there's a lot of people that really suck at selling real estate. So after that five years and they've been active for three years, oh, well, let me go get a broker license. I'll put a bunch of people under my name and I'll make money off of them. Well, what happens is they never got involved. They didn't see the value themselves. They didn't see the the push to be able to do that. So you're only as good as the three people you hang around most. Are those three people bringing you up or are they bringing you down? Well, those brokers really don't know the true value of it. So mm. for me, 2023... Um, I, I am pushing the broker council because brokers only talk to each other when we have a, an agent that is not acting appropriately. Well, your agent is supposed to do this. And my agent, like, that's the only really time brokers are having to talk. And I want to change that perception, not only to be able to show the value of the realtor um, board, but also to have a better working relationship amongst um, brokers, but also the agents, right? I was teaching um, code of ethics. Go ahead. Wait a minute, because I, I gotta I gotta jump in really fast here because you're speaking my language. What you're really saying here is you would like brokers to value collaboration over competition. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. Here, here's what I know. It's literally one of the mission statements of the Real Boss Women group that I run. Like I stop it. being catty and only coming together when you have issues and start understanding it doesn't matter what brokerage you're at. We're all in this industry together. That's right. And so I, I travel the nation teaching. We know at any given time, 10% of the realtor population, the real estate population is looking for a new home. Yep. 115,000, that means 11,500 people right this second are trying to find a new brokerage. There's enough pie and enough um, slices of the pie for us all to get our own um, little piece. And here's what I, I do know. By the time an agent gets ready to leave that brokerage, there's not really much that broker can say to really keep them unless you're going, I'm going to give you a free cap for the rest of the year and blah, blah. You weren't leaving because of the cap to begin with. You were leaving because culture, commissions, and technology are the three things that make a brokerage. You were leaving because one of those things didn't line up in your in your business model. So I agree wholeheartedly, like we should be collaborating. We should be understanding what it means about retention. You know, I, there's been many times me as a broker have lost people. And I've called the other, I, I, I tell it's like church, right? Church is not, every church is not for everyone, right? This church may be uh, contemporary music and a, a, a younger pastor. And this, this may work really well for this family, but it may not work for this older family that yeah. likes um, the traditional and blah, blah, blah. So, Hey, if this is not working for you, tell me what you're looking for so that I can help guide you to where you need to be. Because ultimately it's about helping others. Yeah. We talk about and we preach about on the broker side, um, people do business with people they know, like, and trust. It's the same thing in the business uh, of a broker world. We have to understand who they're, they want to know, like, and trust so we can help them get to where they want to be and be successful. Good Lord. Imagine if we all had that attitude where we would be as, as realtors these days. I think I didn't actually, and and I'll, you know, very sorrily admit, I'm not even sure which board I'm a member of. I just pay the dues when it comes in. Shame on you. Mainly because I was, I was never taught the value of it. Other than if you don't pay the dues, you can't have the GAR forms to write your contracts on. And so then, then you start getting the nasty gram emails from your broker in charge because they send the list of who hasn't paid their dues. And well, I mean, I'm sometimes on that list because I forget to pay them. It's amazing to me because I've met several people like you recently who are super involved in the boards and you have a completely different perspective on the industry as a whole. And I think it makes you better realtors. I think so, because you understand the value. Price is only an object in the absence of value. So we're paying this $500 and it's not really, uh, Neymar is a little bit less than that. I don't know exactly the number, but um, we're paying this money to be part of this board, right? And it's like, um, why are you paying that? Well, first thing I tell people is people who get involved in the local board make more money, period, yep. right? Because you're around people who know, like, and trust you. You're around people who understand the, the um, value of time management. You understand the people that understand the value of educating and growing yourself. Um, you can't continuously go to the ATM and pull money out. At some point, you got to put money into it to be able to pull it out. That's education, guys, right? So when you do that, we have to be able to give back a little bit. And those people who are at the board functions that are doing things, there's so many people who can um, help you grow your business. I learned a couple of weeks ago um, at a board function, this agent's like, I only do one type of lead generation. I'm like, what, what do you do? Because I'm a big relationship guy. I don't, you know, he's like, 
I go back and I have like three or four zip codes. He says, I go back and I um, look for rentals leased nine months ago. And that is in my drip campaign. Every single morning, I get an email of homes that was rented nine months ago. Because what's going to happen in three more months, they're going to need to either find another rental or they're going to need to find a house. And he says, I know that only 9% of the people who, who use a realtor use them again. So I'm going through with that rental least um, function and I'm lead generating with I'm like holy cow how have I never thought about that I mean what a way to think outside the box but I would it was at a realtor board function that we're we're together and hearing these things so you always have to be thinking outside the box because with us here in Georgia there's 115,000 licensees that means um, statistically everyone knows four or five real estate agents so how are you different why should they do business with you versus doing business with the other four people that they know I mean, I like to say you can literally toss a rock and hit a realtor in the head. And as it bounces off, it may hit another one. That's right. That's like right. there's that many of us. Yep. So what got you started in the board? So I got started in the board because someone asked me. Um, and so I started doing a little bit of committee work. Um, in 2001, I was the president-elect of the ID5 North Board of Realtors, which is up at closer to my house. When I left the sheriff's office, I had hernia surgery. And two days later, it popped out. So I had to go back in and get it fixed. Well, long story short, they ruptured my colon and I was in the hospital for about 90 something days total. Um, so I had to resign at I-85 um, because I just couldn't fulfill my obligations. So um, I fast forward a little bit. I, I started slowly getting back in, serving on committees, learning uh, the different things within the board. Um, I At Neymar, I have served on every single committee that we have. Um, as well as executive and, and administrations and operations. Um, and now it's it's like you there's a there's a committee for every single thing we we do. We talk about the disc profile, high D, high I, those are your listing agents and high S and high I, those are your buyers agents. It's, so even when you look at that, there's a committee for every single person based on what you want to do, your interests and your likes. And so um, just like we have the the science behind the disc profile with, with selling homes. We have the, the same thing with, with the board associations. That's awesome. All right. I know you had some, some, some links to share with us, right? Yeah. So I was going to share some of the different things so that you understand. This is the Georgia Realtor website, garealtor.com. Um, when you go there, um, you can simply go to membership and become and member resources um, I'm going to do this link here because this has already got my my information, my login information. So there's tons of different things. Um, you can get discounts on computers. One of the big things that I save a lot of money on, if you come down here, um, is this hotel engine. I travel a lot and I teach a lot across the nation. Like I typically get 10 to 15, sometimes 30% off of hotel rooms just by using this hotel engine here. There's so many different aspects for these um, benefits that happen. And this is just for Georgia real estate, rent-free, um, so many different things. There's discounts on if you have a UPS account. Um, with the Georgia Realtors as well, um, if you go to um, advocacy and then go to legal resources right here um, where it says victories, it talks to you about the things that RPAC and the Realtor Political um, Committee are doing for you. You know, here the first one in 2020, they they uh, helped us to be able to continue doing business. One of the big fights that um, a lot of people don't know about is the homeowners um, homeowners association 
um, for the estoppel for um, HOA letters. They were trying to get us to where we were having to spend $1,000 on a, ho- a HOA letter. We stopped that as Georgia Realtors. Um, for our, our realtor party people, um, we um, if you go sell a house in Douglasville, you were just going to have to go to the town hall in Douglasville and get a business license. You sell in Snellville, you were going to have to get a business license. Lawrenceville, a business license. Um, Georgia Realtors stopped that. So these this website has so many different things for you to be able to understand the value of um, the realtor board. It's not just Hey, for the uh, the consumer, this is really and truly for you guys. Um, law and ethics. We have a legal hotline that is a you can any legal question you have, you come down here and fill out this form. And Seth Wiseman himself is going to email you back and say, hey, here's the answer to this legal question that you have. You know, most people you call an attorney, you have to have them on retainer or they're going to charge you. an hour or whatever the fee is, this is 100% free. So a lot of people don't know those values that the Realtor Board gives you. Um, Fast forward into the um, National Association of Realtors, the same thing. If you go to membership and then talk about um, your uh, benefits, um, there's so many different benefits here for you that um, are just outlined here. Do you need mobile and technology, Dell, Lenovo, um, transaction management? They, there's so many different things available to you. A lot of people just don't realize they know. Another really cool um, tool right now that many of our members don't understand is Right Tools Right Now. In 2020, when the COVID hit, NAR um, pushed forward an, uh, a, a, an incentive for us to get education. So every single month, they give us a different, either a discount or some sort of education. This month, September is Realtor um, Safety Month. So they're giving you a free book, Real Safety Tools, uh, Safety Rules to Live By as Realtors. They're giving you the free 56 tips um, on safety best practices. So every single month, this Right Tools Right Now website changes. And a lot of people just don't realize that we have um, those those assets available to us. Um, and it, again, it's just about us pushing out that value um, to those members. That's amazing. And I, I guess every state probably has, you know, like the Georgia Association of Realtor. Right. Absolutely. Those are some amazing links to use. I hope agents across the country go and find the one for their state and then the National Association one. I know I'm going to look up a few things myself after this, especially the the safety tool tip. If you don't know my story, safety is a huge, huge issue for me as I was, um, you know, I was taken by a buyer out of my office in 2006. And so I am a big advocate of safety and anything we can do to keep agents safe. So I'll personally probably be posting about that one. Right now, I want to shift gears just a little bit and let's talk to something that makes every newer agent especially drool with excitement, which is, do you have a system that you want to share with them to help them stay in business? Mm, What is your secret sauce? I I love it. I love it. So I tell everybody all the time, um, guys, we're not launching rockets here. We're just selling some houses. It's so simple. Um, It's hard. It, it, that's right. And so um, anytime you do something more than three times, that's a process. When that process is written and you've created a checklist, we now have a system. The systems that you have to create is has to be super simple, like you were saying, but also it has to be something that we can replicate every single day. Yep. And so when you do that, um, we know 87% of people who get in this business are not in this business in 24 months. 
Um, and we know that because you go through pre-license, they teach you how to do contracts, they teach you how to negotiate, they teach you how to show houses, they teach you how to do listings, they teach you how to, to open your lockbox. No, they don't teach you anything. They teach you three things. They teach you how you're going to get sued, they teach you how you're going to get fined, and they teach you how you're going to lose your license. That's all they really teach you. And then you got to go learn. So a lot of the newer people are trying to recreate the will instead of keeping it really simple. And so um, real estate agents are a lot like police. Um, back in my day in law enforcement, if it was black and it had Velcro, the police are going to buy it. So like I could be a millionaire just by create something that's black and has Velcro on it and you're good to go. Stop trying to recreate the will. I created this system called 30, 30 and 3. That if you do that system every single day, um, you're going to have as much business out there as you could possibly have. You just have to do it every single day. All right. So tell me about the system. So 30, 30, and three, the, and you're going to want to write that vertically. 30, 30, and three, the first 30 is 30 minutes a day you have to work on your database. And when we talk about working on your database, um, you have to understand most people don't have databases, right? They, they have what? They have their cell phone. So for yeah. me, like I have, 9,772 contacts in my phone, but your database starts right there. So the first thing about it is you have to have a full contact, full meaning first name and last name. You got to have an email address. You have to have a phone number and do they own a rent? That's the first thing. Now, this is 30 minutes a day. So that is not 27 minutes a day. That's not 37 minutes a day. Again, you have a phone here, you swipe down, come here to your timer, put a timer for 30 minutes um, and do it 30 minutes. We know that through Gary Keller's book, The One Thing, it takes 66 days to create a habit. But what I do know is I want you to do this every single day because people get into it and start doing this. And they're like, oh, this is really cool. So I did it an hour today. Well, tomorrow there's a really good episode of Jerry Springer. Um, so I don't have to do it today because I did it an hour yesterday. So you have to get yourself conditioned to do this every single day. So the first step is going through. I got to go through all 9,772 contacts to make sure I have a full contact. Next thing you want to do, and that may take you three weeks. It may take you eight weeks. It may take you 15 weeks. But you have to do that step first. The next step you want to do is you want to go through and you want to categorize your contacts. I say SOI, A, B, C, D, E, and F. SOIA is really, really simple. That's your what we call your top 100. Robin Dunsbar is a British psychologist that says you can only truly have 100 to 150 true relationships at any given time that are going to be beneficial to you and, your, and, your, and yourself. So when I think about my top 100 um, and I've got 9,000 people in my phone, who are those top 100 that come to my house they don't go to the front door. They come into the garage. Don't even knock. They just walk in. I'm like, hey, we're here, right? We have a lot of those people that are in our um, that are in our phone that would classify as that top 100. SOIB, those are people who have sent you referrals before, right? They have said, hey, Nikki is a real estate agent. You should deal with him. You should talk to him. This is the deal. If you're new, you don't have any of those. It's okay, right? SOIC is people who you know or what I call known. They know you, you know them, but they're not they're not those people that are going to come to your garage. They're going to come to the front door and knock on your door. SOIDs, those are unknowns. Those are the Publix pharmacies. Those are the Domino's Pizza. Those are people that you, you know, there's a reason you put them on their phone, but you don't really know why they're in your phone. So they go into the D category. 
E are what I call my partners. Those are my lenders, my closing attorneys, my home inspectors, my plumbers, my electricians, because we have to come from a position of service and service to our clients. So when we're talking to someone and they say, hey, listen, do you got a plumber? I sure do. Do you have a pool guy? I sure do. Like now it's really super simple for me to go to my SOIE and find those people, but also those SOIE people, as we're growing, each of these categories, we're going to market to in a different way. But the, those different categories, when I'm looking at the E category, what can you give me? I'm referring you business. Where, where's my business that you're referring me? Yeah. You have to give, it's a give and take for that. And then a lot of people miss this boat when they're talking, um, categorizing their clients, SOIF is other real estate professionals, yeah. right? Like we know the National Association of Realtors says that the average agent sells within a three to five mile radius of your own home, right? So like I live in Northeast Atlanta. I'm not going to drive to Marietta because it's going to take me two hours to get there. It's exactly. Two hours to get back. I just sent out a referral last night to Marietta because I don't want to drive there. Yeah. And so I'm not going to drive two hours there, two hours back, show one house. So I spent two, four and a half hours of my life and not do, have any lead generation. But I can send that to an agent over there and, and be done with it, to your point. So SOIF or other realtors. And, and so for me, 700 of my, of my transactions were short sales. So for me, a lot of my lead generation came from other agents. 85% of my business comes from other agents. So when you're speaking to these people, you need to be lead generating with them too to say, hey, listen, I served the Brazelton Jackson County area when I was in production. There wasn't a subdivision in Jackson County that I hadn't sold in. So that was really my area. So I don't want to go to Cobb County. I don't want to go to Henry County or Stockbridge. Or I want to really concentrate because when you concentrate in what we call hyper-local, you're going to do a lot better in this business. So yeah. that's the next step to the 30 minutes on your database. First, we make sure we have a full contact. Then we categorize them. And then the really, really cool thing is um, we add to our database. And so step number three for that is what I call three down. So I want you to go through your phone, go into your contacts, what I call the phone, the contact roulette. Just scroll down through there. Wherever it stops, it may say, you may say April Weaver. Right. April Weaver. Who's a name that knows April that knows you at write that name down, write the next name down. You should add three names. So now I've got April and I've got three names under her. When in the very beginning, those three names may already be in your phone. But the more you do that activity, the more you're going to triplicate your your um, database because now you're adding three people. The really cool thing about that is now you're calling April saying, hey, I've got a goal to help 12 people achieve their dream of home ownership. Who do you know that I can help achieve that dream? But now we're calling the next person. Hey, Carrie, I, I know you through April. I'm a real estate agent that specializes in Jackson County. I've got a goal to help 12 people achieve their dream of home ownership. Who do you know that I can help achieve that dream? Now, when I've called Carrie, she may not know me, but she knows that I know April. She knows, likes, and trusts April. And so now we're making that connection. And now it's a warm call. We're not cold calling anyone. Um, right. In my whole 18 years, I've never paid for one lead because I always triplicate my database off of people that I already know. So again, we try to make this really hard and complicated. It's not complicated. It's just we have to um, capitalize on the people that we already know. And you have to be consistent in doing it. 30 minutes a day, every single day. If you change and you skip three days, you got to start all over 
and creating that habit because what we also know as real estate agents, any system, if you lean into it and embrace it, any system will actually generate business. That's, That's right. why there's no one stop shop for lead generation. Any of them will if you're consistent on That's a daily right. basis. That's right. So that's the 30, the first 30 is the first one is um, contacts, full contact. Now we're going to ca um, categorize. Now we're going to go three down. So the first two steps may take you six months to do. Then even me, 18 years later, I still do step number three every day because I want to continuously add to my contacts. Now, the second 30 is 30 minutes a day. You should work on your systems. Um, a lot of people, we talk about this, and if you've heard, read the million, uh, million dollar, Millionaire Real Estate Agent book by Gary Keller, he talks about, you know, you should always be setting up your business so that you could sell it. A doctor, when they get ready to sell their house, um, sell their practice, they're selling what? They're selling their clients. Well, if they don't have detailed records and, and all the things that they did over the year with their clients, then they don't have that. But what a lot of people don't realize is our systems are part of that, uh, part of that package that we were going to sell down yeah. the road. So um, I, I've coached people who have done this for 30 years. I'm like, what's your system when you're dealing with a buyer? And they're like, what do you mean? I'm like, what if buyer calls you today, what's your system? Because remember, a system is only a system when you've written it down and you've created a checklist. So that someone else could follow. That someone Even else more could follow. So again, so we start with our buyers. It, from the time you start looking for buyers, lead generation, like X, Y, and Z from one to 121, what is that process from the time we start looking for buyers to post-closing? Every single step should be written down. Once you get your buyers written down, the next step should be your sellers, right? From the beginning to end, my I was a listing agent for many years. My listing process was 44 steps. I knew every single step of that listing process and as we grew our team over the years, we now had seats on the bus to put different people. As we grew this team, Nakia did a, this, these steps, Bill did these steps, Don did these steps, Melanie did these steps. Uh, now we know exactly who's doing what. We're not, we're not uh, duplicating services, and now everybody's got their own seat on the bus. So the first step is to write down your buyer process. The second step is to write down your seller process. Again, guys, that can take three, four, five weeks, even for an experienced agent to be able to write down in detail each of those steps. Once you get those two done, I want you to start on your systems for technology, right? What's the number one technology every single one of us use every single day? It's your MLSs, right? Yeah. If you've got multiple MLSs like we do here in Atlanta, start with one MLS Learn it. Georgia MLS has got 19 services other than um, than just using Paragon, right? A lot of people don't understand that. Um, FMLS has got 21 or 25, something like that. What are those systems? How are they going to be able to use? Because the MLSs are key for us here to be able to do business. Do you know how to do drip campaigns? Do you know how to set up them for their collaborative websites? Do you know? Are how you to using the reports? Do you know how to read the reports? Right. Absolutely. You know how many agents I, I come across that legitimately do you don't even know what an absorption report is and why it's critical. How, how do you do a CMA, right? There's four steps to do a CMA. How do you do a CMA? Because again, if you do it the same way every single time, I revert back to my law enforcement days. When I lock somebody up for DUI, it may be two years before I go to court for this guy. Well, how did you know he was drunk? Well, because for the last 10 years, I've done it the same way. So if, 
if I told you he was drunk, he was drunk. Same thing in the real estate world, right? Like if you do it the same way every single time, it's going to reduce appraisal disputes. It's going to sell faster. There's just so many things. So doing it the same way every single time and writing that down is huge. So buyers, sellers, technology, start with your MLS. And then I tell you to go into your independent brokerages or wherever your brokerage is and start learning those systems, whether it's your CRM, if it's Keller Williams, it's KW Command, if it's Sky Slope, it's Sweet Assist, whatever your systems are, you need to learn those inside and out. Because for us, time is money, right? The more time you're doing this, now as you're growing, you're going to you're gonna start adding assistants and buyer's agents and showing as assistants and that kind of stuff. But in the very beginning, the more you know about your systems for your brokerage, the faster you're going to be able to do it. Therefore, your time is money and you're going to be able to do the income producing activities versus non-income producing activities. Yep. So, so that's really huge. That's your second 30. You're going to do those every single day, right? So that's that's five days a week. That's basically five hours worth of work that's going to turn in to a lot more money. Now, the last number, 30, 30, and three, um, is where I differ a lot with a lot of different coaches. That's okay. I like that. Right? So, so 30, 30, and three, what I want you to do is when we get in this business, they're like, hey, the only way you're going to um, survive in this business is to lead generate. You should lead generate three hours a day. You should go to your office. You should take snacks. You should take your water. You should take a piss can because if you go to the bathroom, you're not going to start lead generating again. It, that's bull crap because when, for a brand new agent, they don't know how to lead generate. They don't know what to say. They have that lack of confidence, certainty. The confidence is simply the lack of certainty, right? They don't know what to say. They don't know what you're going to say. They don't know how to respond or to overcome those objections. We get frustrated. When you get frustrated, you quit. So my solution to that is the, is the third three. Three days a week for one hour, I simply just want you to call the people that's in that first 30 that you've got a name, email address, phone number, do they own a rent, and start talking to them. Hey, I want you to know that I'm in real estate. I've got a goal to help this many families achieve their dream of home ownership. Who do you know that I can help achieve those dreams? It may be you. It may be somebody you know. It's about building those relationships. Hmm. So I only want you to do it for three days a week for one hour because what I've seen over the years People who do 30, 30, and three end up coming to me and say, hey, I'm doing one, one, and five now because it works so well. The consistency, we've talked about the consistency, that consistency has uh, gotten me appointments. So the, the five hours a week from the 30 and 30 and the three hours a week from the lead generation, you're simply working eight hours a week that is going to turn into appointments and turn into other things, but it's super uber-focused attention to your business that's ultimately going to help them come up with transactions. Because at the end of the day, I say conversations create opportunities. Opportunities turn into transactions. Amen. And you've done the 30, 33 for how many years? About 15 years. I've been doing it that way every single day. And I know you told me a story the other day about an agent who came into your office um, and he had, what, 37 cents in his bank account? 36 cents in his bank account was like, hey, I'm going to leave. I got, I'm going to go back to my other job. I got two kids. I got a wife. I can't do this. I'm not made for this. And, and, and I said, you know, I always go back to, to why are you here? Like, why are you doing this? Like, what makes you tick to want to do real estate, right? Um, when people say, oh, I'll do real estate because I like to look at houses. That's crap, right? And I, I, 
I could never look at another house a day in my life and be just fine. We don't get in this business to look at houses. We get in this business to serve others. We get in this business to help people achieve their dream of home ownership. We get in that business to help them accomplish something in their life. So why are you here and what is that purpose? And Well, I, I love this. I'm a third generation realtor. I'm, I'm doing X, Y, and Z. And my question to him, because our, at our brokerage, I really push 30, 30, and three. And he's like, um, he's like, I'm not doing that. So he literally walked out of my office. I said, give me two weeks. Let's figure this out. I handed him a $100 bill for them to get groceries for their family. And in two weeks, he had four things under contract. In another four weeks, he had $40,000 in his bank account and has never turned back again. Um, but it goes back to his big aha moment was, I'm being very consistent doing this very simple thing every single day, this very simple task is something that um, gets in there and and do and makes things happen, right? Um, when you're doing that lead generation, the first time is the only time you really should have to talk about real estate. If you're staying relational with your people, you don't have to shove real estate down their throat. You don't have to post on social media 42 times a day saying, hey, I'm a realtor. I'm the best thing since sliced bread. You should come talk yeah. to me. If we could all get rid of that, that made me so happy. Yeah, right. Like if you're relational with people, then you're automatically going to end up getting transactions. Um, one simple thing that I tell people every single day is go to lunch five days a week. And they're like, what? I'm like, yeah, Mondays and Fridays, take a lender, take a um, uh, closing attorney, take a plumber, take an electrician, take a landscaper, a pool guy. Mondays and Fridays, learn, be a sponge and learn that as much as you can. Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, go find somebody to take to lunch every single day. If you go to Chick-fil-A and spend $20 at Chick-fil-A three times a week, that's 156 lunches over a period of a year. So that's $3,120. If you converted a really shitty rate of 5%, that's 10 transactions or $100,000 in income. I Just built my business in the minute. first couple of years. I built it around, I called it the 3C concept. Coke, coffee, or a cocktail. That's right. And every my goal every single day was to have someone to either meet for a cup of coffee, take out to lunch and have a Coca-Cola and a soda, you know, a sandwich, whatever, or meet them for a cocktail at the end of the day. And that's how I built relationships. That's right. If if you do that 156 times, which is three times a week, 52 weeks, that's a five percent is nine transactions. Like that paid your thirty one hundred dollars tenfold, and it's a hell of a lot more fun than spending that money on Realtor.com or Zillow leads. Right. I remember when I first told the very first team leader I ever worked for, um, way back in the day when I was at Keller Williams, that that's in essence what I was going to do. And I was like twenty four years old, and Mike Coffee looked at me and he said, you will never make it in this business if you're not spending three hours a day calling for sale by owners owners or expireds. And I said, watch me work my sphere. And he goes, you're 24. You don't have a sphere. Not, not one that's buying homes. And I said, well, I'll create one. And this is how I'm going to do it. And I took people out for Coke, coffee and cocktails and went from being a rookie to the rookie of the year because I just did it consistently every single day. It's how bad do you want it? I tell people that all the time. When I left the sheriff's office, I had just gotten fed up with the politics. I I, I had I went through divorce. Yes, I'm successful now. 
Um, some of my fondest memories, I've got an 18 year old and a, and a 15 year old. Some of my fondest memories, and I got divorced when they were one and three, um, was us having pizza parties in our, in my living room floor, um, watching TV on Friday nights when I got to see them every other weekend. And, and really, and truly they know now they didn't know then, but really, and truly that was the last $5 that I had that week. The rest of the week I was eating ramen noodles and drinking water, um, <laughs> or going to an open house or a broker open so that I could have lunch, um, because I just <laughs> didn't have that money. Right. So it's how bad do you want this? There's plenty of business out here for everybody to have. People are freaking out about the interest rates. Interest rates are fine, guys. People are now changing from moving because they want to move to moving because there's motivation and a need to move. Mm-hmm. So you have to shift your brain to say, how can I serve you in this time of need, not this time of want? And mm-hmm. so when you look at that, people are freaking out about interest rates. Interest rates aren't high. They started tracking on the 1943 to 2022. The average over time is 8.6%. We're at five and a half, five, seven, five, whatever. We're still lower than the all-time average. So it's not about what you do, it's how you articulate it. I bet you wish you had bought a year ago when the interest rates were 3%. However, we don't know what the interest rates are going to do if they go up. Now is the time to buy because you're buying low. If they go back down, then we can help you. Refinance. But it's, people and agents are, are feeding into the media frenzy of, oh, interest rates are so high. We're going to get all this is is a market correction. We have plenty of inventory. Um, when we look at the MLS history, we're, we're now having price reductions. So sellers are now having to understand they're, you're overpricing properties. Agents, stop listening to everything your seller does and educate them. Stop looking at just what has sold in the last six months because now you've got to start looking at actives. If it's the average sales price is 300 over the last six months, but the highest property in the active category is 275, you probably shouldn't list that property at 300 because your competition is 275. And so those are the things you got to look at. Georgia MLS um, released a stat last week. From January to, uh, to this month, there was 30,000 open houses um, across the, the MLS spectrum. 16,000 of those open houses were in the month of July. Hmm. Let that sink in. People are now having to go back to, I wrote a book several years ago called The Common Sense Guide to Selling Your Home. And I said, many agents subscribe to the three Ps, put it in the MLS, put a sign in the front yard and pray that it sells. That's what agents have been doing for the longest time. Now we're having to figure out, oh, now I actually have to market. Now I actually have to be different from everybody else. You mean I need to learn the fundamentals that I never bothered to learn in the last three years? That's right. And so now that's why 30, 30, and three is so important because that second 30 is working on those systems. How are you different? How can you go to that seller and say, I'm going to get your home sold the fastest for the most amount of money. And I'm going to, I'm going to do make sure my two jobs are taken care of, getting your home sold and protecting you at all costs. Part of that is my marketing plan that's going to get your house sold faster for the most amount of money. Love it. Awesome. Well, as always, this conversation was fascinating. I'm you glad always amaze me. I guarantee you our audience is was writing down the system as fast as they could. So I will definitely include some links to your contact information if anyone wants to reach back out. But Connect with know, the Kia.com is the easiest way to get a hold of me. 
Nikia.com. Connect with Nikia.com. Connect with Nikia.com. You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. So <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Nikia. And um, I'm sure I'll have you on in the future as well. But for now, folks, if you enjoyed this episode of The B Word, and I know that you did, you better share it with a friend who needs to learn about the 30, 30, and 3 system. And cheers for now. You know where to find me next week. Same time, same place. <laughs>